on Geeks. You're listening to episode 209 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. I'm here with Shelly Waltar. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week we're geeking out about Xbox's cross-buy system, Star Wars, and Transformers. Robots in disguise, in case you didn't know. Mm. But first, special shout-out to our patrons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace, specifically Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose. Thank you so much for all that you do. We appreciate it. Uh, we do have a pledge drive coming up soon. Yes. It's like two weeks away. It's terrifying. Uh, we'll be streaming video games for 72 hours straight. Uh, if you would like to join that Patreon family, that would be a great time to do so. Yeah. Uh, if you're already giving, you don't have to, or you want to give, you don't have to wait for the pledge drive. Um, anyone who is giving will be entered in to win a free video game as well, raffle style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. The seven two hours, uh, we'll be there podcasting. Uh, it's just it's just a ton of fun. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Mine too. I mean, it's kind of our baby, but yeah, it's mine too. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We stay up way too long, get a little bit of sleep deprived, uh, and get to interact with you guys in more of a capacity than we're used to. It's really it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But before we get into gaming, there was some news floating around, and it was all very, very confusing. We're going to do our best here, uh, especially since we none of us read comics on a daily basis or even on a weekly basis. Right. I like comics. I usually wait until I have a graphic novel of comics, like a volume. Yeah, that's what I do. I'll read them that way. Um, but some terrifying headlines came out. And they was, were that AT&T were going to get rid of DC Comics if 5G failed. And 5G internet is a thing. And so that's definitely where my mind was, was <laughs> if 5G internet was going to fail, they're going to get rid of DC Comics. And I was like, well, 5G is not going to... 5G is going to work out great. What do you mean? Everyone's going to love 5G. Uh, 5G shows how much I know about comics. Is fifth generation. Yeah. Uh, which is their new, kind of like New 52, right? It's yes. The newest it's the newest continuity. Run. Yeah. Cool. So if that doesn't do well, they're talking about shutting it down. And that's a little bit scarier. Uh, but then news came out that they might rent out, lease out these properties to Marvel. And that wouldn't mean that they would be marvel characters you know batman's not gonna like meet up with iron man uh, they might but doubtful uh but that would be kind of cool and it's all of itself the big thing to note here though while we were reading and looking into this is that uh, it's pretty clear to me that this is all rumor yeah yeah it seems it seems like it it's like leakers coming out from board meetings or maybe they heard from somebody who heard from somebody within the office uh, and that's where we're getting this information from. Yeah. So if it fails, they're getting rid of DC Comics altogether. Rumor. Uh, mm. They're going to lease out to Marvel. Also a rumor. Yeah. Though I wouldn't mind Marvel Comics, you know, running a uh, running a Batman story. I, think I mean, they really interesting. They've done crossover comics before, so yeah, be interesting. I would, I would hope that they wouldn't just become Marvel characters. And I don't think that would happen, especially if they're leasing out these properties. Yeah. Um, but, like, having Captain America writers work on a Superman 
comic run mm-hmm. it'd be kind of cool i mean i think that stuff already does kind of happen to a degree but like i think it'd be on another level yeah i think mm-hmm. it would be you'd have that creative direction from like a whole team yeah so that's that's what we got from that i figured being the geeks under grace podcast it was worth mentioning because it is kind of everywhere right now as of recording this mm-hmm. but from there we can get into video games lj what is battle chef brigade you get the weirdest names coming out of these things oh man it's such a good game overcooked uh, no so okay oh it is it's got is very good yeah overcooked is pretty crazy um so battle chef brigade it's it's this um it's part like puzzle game and it's like got like a story to it um that looks like an anime almost so what it okay. is is uh, it's got puzzle elements so the idea is you're in this world where when you enter a battle like when you do a battle against another, another character there's monsters like on the on these sides that are done on like a, it's on a 2d plane so you run to the left and you got to go hunt monsters for the ingredients and Ooh. so what's cool is uh usually the judges it's basically like iron chef but like like a fantasy almost like kind of thing oh, like a cooking nice. show almost so they'll they'll have the different judges and so the main host will tell you like okay here's the special ingredient you need to use and then uh, a judge will be there and they'll tell you like what elements you need to like focus on to serve that specific judge like some judge will be like i want something that is focused on water elements and then there'll be one that's like <laughs> i want one that you know ha- a dish that has both earth and fire elements and stuff like that and so the puzzle elements are cool. Can you be the avatar, master of all four? <laughs> I mean, items. Once you learn how to make everything with all four elements, yeah, like you, it has. Well, I think there's there's only earth, fire, and water. But when you do something with all oh. the elements, it has this like little like rainbow like glow to it. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but the controls like you have to like stir up these like spheres of elements and. You match three to combine them. There's all these extra tools you can buy and purchase from the market that helps you. Um, so, so the basic story is about uh, this girl named Mina, and so she wants to become she wants to be part of the Battleship Brigade, and so you got to go enter this tournament, and so you got to challenge people, and you know if, if there's a bigger plot point that ends up becoming a, a part of it, and it's it's super cool, it's super fun. I recommend it. It's on like every platform. Nice. Interesting. yeah it's fun um but yeah it reminds me of like an animated like show or something like almost like not even just anime but like like you were saying like avatar it reminds me of like you know an animated cartoon like in general so that's awesome mm-hmm. um and then the other thing i'm finally kind of getting back to and making progress on is judgment that's from the yakuza team i've been streaming off and on lately because i've been sick or working or whatever but i feel like i'm finally getting back in the groove and making progress on that game so it's it's really good our viewers are enjoying it which is most important and so um i mean it's also important that i enjoy it but i'm, <laughs> I'm happy that you know we're people are, en- are enjoying it and i even asked i said hey are you guys still enjoying this and they're like yeah yeah i keep playing it so I'm like, okay cool nice um, so i probably will be playing some of that during the pledge drive it, it's a really good game it's like the opposite of yakuza because you're like a detect you're a, de- a detective and so there's this big old plot line. There's even Phoenix Wright, like, references in one part, Whoa. too. Like, the characters I literally yell out, like, objection. And they're like, <laughs> why did you just yell out objection and all this stuff? It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's like, self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's very self-aware. 
Um, so yeah, I'm happy to be playing that consistently again. What about nice. you guys? How's Horizon Zero Dawn? What's what's new in the world? Uh, I got another cauldron. Nice. I nice. guess. Yeah. So I can take over more things. My favorite part <laughs> of that game. That override yeah. thing helps so much with some encounters. Oh, seriously. I love to use it. My main use for it, honestly, is just a distraction. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you're trying to get through an area. You're like, okay, I'm going to override this guy to just distract everyone so they don't fight me. So yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. Yeah, totally. Especially so. a watcher. It's so easy to get those guys and they oh, can definitely. just kind of start problems. <laughs> yeah, they just are like, Ree! all the other <laughs> machines in the area. Um, I don't know. I've been doing more. I do love to, love the side quests. I do a lot of those, and uh, I collected I all of the. I collected all the vessels. The huh? I want to ride more animals in the next yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I wanted to ride a sawtooth. I really yeah, want to ride a sawtooth. Cool. I thought I was going to be able to ever since they were like, "Hey, you can mount things." Also, this is a sawtooth. This thing exists. I'm like, I want to ride it, and then I. I can't ride it. I'd love to like ride one of the bird ones and like fly. Like that'd be that'd be game breaking. That'd be cool. That'd be. I think in a sequel, I think they do need to emphasize that more. That'd Give me cool. that T Rex thing, the lockjaw, whatever it's called. <laughs> that'd be cool. Oh, what man. are they called? Maybe uh, Thunderjaw. Something jaw. Thunderjaw. Maybe oh, like yeah, the PC version will have fun. like a mod or a cheat engine thing or something where you can like yeah, do yeah. that with them. That'd be legit. The birds could be cool. You could have them like go for so long and then they you know they fall or something. They break yeah. down on you. Run out of gas. One of my favorite things in the game <laughs> was getting on one of those cow things. And I got on and I got off and Aloy said, uh, never mind, I guess. And <laughs> yeah. It was my favorite. Th- I was like, whoa, you're so aware of what's going on around you. I love when uh, characters do that because um, in like Uncharted 2, there's a part where you're like running from like a helicopter on rooftops and you run through a pool and then he'll be like, Marco, you know, like. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, yeah, I love when there's like context, like sensitive, like dialogue like that. That was the first one that I saw that really kind of caught my eye dialogue wise. The second thing was in Red Dead. I walked out of a shop and I came back in and he goes, all right, what'd you forget? Oh, that's oh. funny. And I was like, that's so good. <laughs> that's so clever. Yeah, they're really clever with all the little dialogue things. Um, I don't know what else. It's just, still loving it's it. a good game. I'm still, yeah, I'm exploring a lot. I really want to get to the Frozen Wilds area, but I'm not high enough leveled yet because it's all like level 40 and up, I'm pretty sure. And I'm still yeah. level, I, I think I'm level 28 or 29. Like, I'm not and even once you're yet. leveled, they, they like, they destroy you up there. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Things are real mean. Yeah, my coworker who's playing a New Game Plus version um, through the game, he's like, yeah, I have all the broken weapons. You get this really fancy weapon near the end of the game, and you just, like, kill everything with it. I'm like, man, I I want it now. (laughs) Yeah, they have uh, that special armor you can get, too. Oh, yeah, I haven't even tried to get that more. I have one of the power cells, I think, but I guess I could try to get the others. I just got distracted. So... (laughs) Anyway, still a really great game. Well, from LJ's recommendations, I did get Sonic Forces. Yeah. I am a black bear. Cool. Might make him purple later. I don't know. Cool. I went black. Purple bear seemed weird. Give him purple and yellow, like, G-U-G. Blue hedgehog seems weird. Oh, what? Purple hedgehog. Uh, That was one thing. Like, the hedgehog, 
doesn't look like Sonic or any of the other hedgehogs, and that bothers me so much. Uh, I think that's okay. I mean, I I mean, he doesn't have to be like related. Like, I don't know. I know, but like Sonic, Shadow, Silver all have this very like large head compared to their body. Mm, yeah, that's true. And this one's very like small head, yeah. and then the skinny body. That was something else. I'm. Not to nip, I'm nitpicking right away. I didn't mean to do that, but no, it was okay. fun. Um, but the bear, like I chose the bear, and I was kind of wishing that I had three different body types so that I could do like a more larger, even if he was slower, but like more. Tanky, that'd be cool, be like a of, yeah. like a more buffer one, almost like a yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean not huge, but like get like knuckles size looking. Yeah, would like have been a lot of fun. Knuckles. Yep. <laughs> um, but. That said, the game is super, super wonky story-wise. It's very serious, and I love that. They kind of were like, "What can we do? We're gonna do that with the story." Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really interesting, weird game so far. Uh, I like if you're a fan of the 3D Sonic games, which I know not everyone is. Yeah, you'll like this game. Yeah, I, I like that game a lot. Uh, I have a review on the website. Um, th- what's crazy is this came out. Uh, this is the one that uh, I think Shelly and I got to play a few minutes of at PAX West uh, when 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 I went. Uh, okay. It was like very short time because you know, we ended up talking with somebody at Sega for a short minute. But mm-hmm. um, at the time, I think Mania had also it had come out or it was coming right. out, and so technically it's loosely connected with Mania. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that'll explain. I think that kind of explains the uh, the old school Sonic. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. The story takes super weird turns. It's like <laughs> end game Infinity War like kind of stuff, but like with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I I like that wonkiness. It's it's strange. Um, the voice acting so far has been good. The voices aren't like their mouths aren't moving uh, oh. and cutting each other off like they do in old games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In Sonic Adventure 2, they would, like, say something, and then they would cut the other person off because the mouth would stop moving. And so they <laughs> oh, had to, like, yeah. keep going with the dialogue. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that doesn't happen. I find it really weird. So you're, like, kind of a normal animal, even though you're a weird animal. You're part of, part of the resistance. This humanoid animal. Uh, but you don't have, like, any special powers, technically. So knuckles just kind of hands you a hook shot mm. and you know how to use it because you're awesome apparently <laughs> and that's really weird that whole thing handles strange i i do i will say that i feel like they haven't perfected the controls of running really fast yet which is weird to me like that we have, it's been so long and they still haven't gotten that to feel real smooth yeah um yeah, the to- the hook shot's weird. I it's got a flamethrower in it, and it oh can... yeah, that's the flamethrower is like an extra weapon because I think you can because you can change that weapon eventually. Okay, mm-hmm. and you can propel yourself with a little rocket fuel thing mm-hmm. with the hook shot. It's weird. The yeah. whole thing is strange. Apparently, it's one like big congraption contraption. Apparently, like the stuff that those weapons are tied to is like tied to like sonic colors because it's like. The energy or like the esp or whatever they call it, the, the uh, what, okay. whatever they call the weapons. Apparently, that's also a reference to Sonic Colors, and so it's like you were just saying earlier before the show how like they throw so much in there. Yeah, they just yeah. reference 
everything. Yeah. Uh, well, even the villains, even the, the goons, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. uh, at the very beginning of the game, are all main bad guys from the other games. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um, wow. It's crazy. I'm going to not play any more of it, though. I played, I think, three levels. I'm going to shut it down. I might even erase my bear and um, start it over for the pledge drive. That'd be cool. Make it like oh, a brand new cool. character for the pledge drive. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. It'll probably be the same build, but I want to like build it in front of people. And... Yeah. Totally love that. Yeah. It's a fun game. I think it'll be really cool. But yeah, it's fun. I, the Sonic Adventure 2 person, fan of me, really likes it. So I knew you would. Oh! What? Silver the Hedgehog is in it, and he doesn't have the weird, unnecessary Brooklyn accent. And I don't <laughs> think I'd be so frustrated by that, but I am. What is he? What, what type? It just, like, I feel like that's him, and if you take that out of him, he's nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's him. His personality. <laughs> exactly. That accent. It, it's so weird to hear him just, like, have a normal American accent. And I was like, what? You made him Brooklyn. For some reason. He probably moved at some point since Sonic 06 and like assimilated <laughs> to wherever he lives now. Not okay. He needs to be unnecessarily Brooklyn. Because that was never <laughs> never discussed in the game. They just gave him this weird, like, almost Harley Quinnish accent. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that, but yeah. It's weird. It's not. It's not quite Harley Quinn. It's a very. I, I never had an attachment to Silver the Hedgehog, so I guess I, that's something I never. Even <laughs> I didn't until I played that game, and I thought it was really weird back then. When I was like, "Why did they give Silver this like kid? He he sounds like a Brooklyn teenager from the streets." Yeah, try to make it <laughs> cool. I guess <laughs> that is my biggest gripe. Whole game, Silver's accent. It's no use. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so far I like it. Cool. Biggest gripe is his accent, so let's say it's a thing. <laughs> uh, we can get into the news. Okay, um, so gaming news. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 has seemingly been confirmed for early access this year. And so Hasbro's going to be coming up a couple times during the news because apparently they're getting... They're getting crazy and, like, leaking some of this stuff. Um, Hasbro- yeah, this all happened. All of those stories are coming out of the New York the toy, toy fair thing. Yeah, um, so the Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast. And so Baldur's Gate is heavily related to Dungeons & Dragons and the whole Forgotten Realms kind of new series of Dungeons & Dragons. Um, for, I mean, f- many people know know the, know the name of Baldur's Gate. Um, right. But basically... Yeah. It's a classic uh, RPG that they took rules and dice rolls and a lot of that kind of stuff and put it into like the original games. And so Baldur's Gate Three is developed is gonna is being developed by Larian Studios, who have been working on those d- new Divinity games. And Baldur's Gate Three is apparently going to be directly tied to Fifth Edition, which is cool. Oh. Um, that's why they had the trailer where it's like the soldier looking dude and then he turns into a big Cthulhu looking creature. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a quick teaser. Um, Looks like Davy Jones. Not Davy Jones. Is it Davy Jones? Was the big yeah. thing? Pirate? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it looks like that. Playing the organ. People are going to yeah. be able to get their hands on Baldur's Gate 3 at, uh, at PAX East uh, pretty soon. 
um, which no official date has been announced for early access, but uh, apparently Hasbro did reference this during during that Toy Fair thing. Um, cool. So it seems like they would know what's going on. Um, but Baldur's Gate 3, that's uh, one a lot of people are looking forward to. Um, and then the next piece of news is uh, Bethesda has pulled games from NVIDIA's GeForce Now, which is a competitor to Stadia and xCloud. And if you're already, like, part of the NVIDIA ecosystem, like, on your PC, uh, this connects to your Steam account and various things like that. Right. Um, yeah, I did try cool. GeForce Now a couple weeks ago when it became, like, f- there's, like, a free version where you could stream a game for, like, an hour. And then there's, like, okay. a paid version to where you could play up to, like, six hours. And it's, like, five, ten bucks a month or something. Um, okay. But, so the weird thing with this is that Epic recently decided they were taking their games off, too. And now Bethesda is. Or not Epic, um, Activision Blizzard. So, like, Destiny and stuff. Which, that's actually what I tested uh, GeForce Now with, was Destiny. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's kind of sketchy. I personally think, for me, like... For somebody who already owns, like, a PC and already has Steam and already has Uplay and all these different launchers, uh, the the hot new thing is being able to attach your controller to your phone these days, like, especially with xCloud and stuff, and play stream games like that. So, um, I think it's a cool service, but it's kind of sketchy why these companies are removing their games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been in beta phase for a while so maybe the deal was like maybe we we're only putting our games in here for the beta phase we're not giving people access oh. to them Yeah. maybe they want people to buy them all over again instead of being like oh they can just play these whenever they want now dang yeah but GeForce Now is a cool it, it's cool that's the first time I've experienced anything along the lines of like Stadia or xCloud I didn't have a controller to test it on at the time, but I played Destiny with weird screen controls for, like, ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I do eventually want to check out GeForce Now some more at some point, but it's kind of sketchy with them, apparently, as far as the deals go. Uh, let's see. The third piece of news is probably the biggest one. Microsoft today announced they're having this new cross-buy type of system called smart delivery just so good yeah and so there's they've been saying like you're going to be able to play four generations of games on your series x and so today they announced that uh especially for first party uh when you make purchases when you purchase a first party game it's going to be forward compatible and you'll be able to play it on your series x with enhanced like upscaling to like 4k and stuff like that which is different that. than backwards compatible. So I wonder if things yes. can be backwards compatible as well. Well, just... yeah, because people already have 360 and original Xbox games they've been buying digitally, too. Mm, right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what this is, is... Um, so a perfect example, CD Projekt Red was kind of one of the first third-party companies to announce this, but Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be one of those games that whenever you buy it come September on your Xbox One, you'll be able to play that game... I don't know if it's going to be like day one with the Series X, but they basically said like you know you're going to get this you're going to get the Series X upgrade even though you have the Xbox One version you'll be able to play it with on your new console so you don't have to buy it twice, which I think is cool. Totally. That's so cool. like, yeah, like even with uh, Halo Infinite, it's going to be a One X 
or uh, Series X. I keep saying One X. Series X is it's going to be uh, a launch title for that. But if you have PC or or an Xbox One, you'll still be able to like let's say you own you own like multiples like you'll be able to have that game on your Xbox One on your PC and your Series X. Totally. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's pretty legit, and I, I gotta say, Sony has is being a little too quiet for me right now because the only thing holding me back from from seeing what Sony has has going on is I'm waiting to see what the Spider-Man sequel is because oh, and because yeah. I love the PS like Sony exclusives, and it's like I, I want to see what PS5 has going for it before I say I'm getting a Series X. Totally. And I know, like, my, my coworker and I were even talking earlier to talk about how potentially Horizon Zero Dawn 2 being yeah. a PS5. super, like, opening game. Maybe not even opening game, maybe, but a PS5 exclusive game, right? Like, mm-hmm. advertising right. for that. And then it's like, oh, shoot, guess we gotta get that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also rumors of the first Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC still. Yeah. I think so they confirmed it... that? No. Uh, no. I think Death okay. Stranding is the confirmed one. Oh, okay, okay. But if Sony eventually decides to double down on the, hey, we're going to put these games out on PC as well. Yeah. Then that could change things. I don't, that's something that hasn't been confirmed yet. But, but yeah, like, like you were saying though, it's those Sony exclusives that have me waiting to see what Sony's going to announce for their PS5. Definitely. Because Xbox is looking pretty good right now. I'm already a part (laughs) of that ecosystem as it is. I have all these games from when I sold my Xbox One. That, like, when I get a Series X, I could be like, oh, like, I have all these games. And oh. and Game Pass. Like, I already have Game Pass on PC and everything. Cool. So, yeah. That's looking good. Um, that's it for the gaming news. I'll go through the pull list real quick. Uh, Rune Factory 4 Special is coming to Switch this week. I forgot that that was a thing, and I really need to get it. Yeah. Uh, that's not the fifth one that's coming out yet, but it's, like, the remake of... Um, I Joe told me about Rune Factory 4, yes. the original when it came out, and he was like, I think you'd really enjoy it, and I was like, ah, I'm never going to be able to get it, maybe I'll just get this, the next one, mm-hmm. and then for so long, Rune Factory just, there wasn't going to be any more, like Rune Factory 5, it didn't seem like there was going to be mm-hmm. ever a possibility, and so I was like, well, if it's a dying franchise, I'll probably not play it, it's fine, and then Rune Factory 5 was announced, um, Around the same time, I think that Rune Factory 4 was announced, special. Yep. And I was like, all right, well, then I'm going to get it so I can get caught up and then I can play Rune Factory 5. And I forgot until now that I, I need to get this game. This is it? I, I couldn't tell you what price it's going to be or anything like that. I was just looking for the release list. Oh, $40? Yeah. That's, that's better than full price. Um, yes. And then, uh, so more on the pull list, the Mega Man Zero slash ZX collection is coming out, which those games are really good Mega Man games. Um, Samurai Showdown is coming to Switch, and uh, which I also have a review on the site of that. And then One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, is also coming out to a bunch of platforms. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that the fighting game? Yes. Yes. That's so funny. Yeah. My thing with that one, real quick, is that Bandai Namco does all these arena fighters. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of like, oh, like that's not going to be very good. But I guess the one thing they're doing with this is... Saitama is supposed to come out, like, I guess towards the end of the fight, or at some point during the fight, and I guess whoever's got the got the lead or whatever, he's supposed to come in and just get the finishing blow or whatever. Oh, I was going to get that game. I might still. 
Yeah. Probably not, probably so not yet. I'll probably wait, but I do kind of want it. I was going to say, you if, you do, if you decide, that might be a fun game to play during the pleasure drive. Oh, it would, wouldn't it? Dang it. Yeah. That's so funny. But it, it has a story, something. I would assume? Yeah, probably. That's great. Yeah. So good. <laughs> um, so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, how do you make a game out of that? But I guess they're doing something unique, so. Yeah, they... Uh, figured we'll it out we'll see what reviews look like because i'm curious because the my hero academia one wasn't that good and jump force was pretty mixed as well so anyway that's the poll list awesome Super duper. well shelly you finally watched sonic i know yes. i was not planning on watching it i mean did you like it? i was planning on watching it eventually but i wasn't planning on watching it this last week and I did because And your boyfriend your fiance, sorry. Yeah, it was his idea. Was, well, here's the thing. He really didn't want to watch it. It was my idea originally. I was like, Hey Daniel, uh-huh. you wanna go see the movie? LOL and he's like, No, I don't want to see that movie. I'm like, Okay, fine. But we were um basically celebrating Valentine's Day late. Um and we were gonna go to Gameworks in Seattle and we well we ended up trying to get in and then freaking it was closed for a private event, so I could not, we couldn't go in, which was very disappointing. But Daniel was very clutch, and he's like, hey, there's some theaters around. They're probably showing the Sonic movie. And I'm like, wait, you, you, will you watch it with me? He's like, yeah. So <laughs> it was definitely, yeah, more enjoyable than I anticipated. I think we both agree that's not a good movie, but it's actually fairly enjoyable. Cool. And yeah, Did the you like acting it more was... or less than Pokemon. Uh, I think I enjoyed Pokemon more just because of I liked seeing all the Pokemon, right? Yeah. You have more of a connection with life. Pokemon. Totally. Yeah, I definitely do have more connection to Pokemon. Um whereas like Sonic, like Sonic's the only one that looks is CGI, right? Is the only interesting character in the sense of of from a video game. I mean Eggman, whatever. Um Jim Carrey was great. He was yes. awesome. He was definitely Did you stay for all the credit scenes? Uh, I think so. I stayed for at least two of them. Okay, you're good. You're good. There there. wasn't a very last one. Yeah, you're good. There wasn't? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mid-season. Or mid-credit. Yeah, I saw that, though. I was pretty... I was like, whoa, yes. I'm excited for that. So, that reveal, I want to see the original design. Yeah, me too, because it has... It's got to be atrocious. I waited that whole movie for that moment. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yes! Like, I... Yeah, I was excited. Exactly. Okay. Definitely lead up for a sequel. I definitely would watch the sequel. 100% yes. would watch the sequel. sequel. I need three of them because I know they won't put Shadow in a second movie. And I need That's Shadow true. to be Spike Keanu. It's just like, I gotta keep up the the low expectations though. Because yes. if I had high expectations, it would have been I would have been disappointed. But just because I was like, this isn't going to be good. And I'm like, hey, you know what? That wasn't good, but I was laughing. So I'm glad it's doing so well. I really think... I'm really proud of the geeks out there who are like, we're going to see this movie because they listen to us. Mm-hmm. Like, good on you guys for actually committing to seeing the movie to support yeah. the director. Totally. Yeah. Cool. We said we were going to do that, and it, the, the box office shows that that actually happened. Yep. Yeah. Listening to your consumers? What a concept. <laughs> um, anyway. And it, LJ, you've been watching Fast and Furious movies. Movie or movies? Uh, movie so far. I'm going to watch all the mainline ones before 9 comes out. Okay. And so, what do you mean mainline? 
Hobbs and Shaw's a spinoff. Okay. There's one spinoff. Yes, yes. I mean, there... You make it sound like there's a bunch of, like... I think there's a cartoon somewhere. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, on Netflix, there's an animated show, which is, like... Weird. I don't... Yeah, and it's... Uh, the main character is a relative of Dom, so I'm, like... Which is also funny, because, like, in the first one, he just has his sister. That Like, that's the only relative you know about. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know that he... That his dad does have history as, like, a race car driver or whatever. Um, it's a fun movie, like, especially, like, for the time. Yeah. Uh, but also it's, uh, it's kind of crazy because that movie did not age well at all because of, like, the street racing culture. Oh. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny to see how those movies evolved. Yeah, it's not something I would think about, really. Nice. Um. Yeah. The only thing I remember from the original movie is him driving backwards <laughs> yeah um i don't even know who he was talking to it was someone he was trying to impress and he was driving backwards i don't remember if that car. was in this one um that's totally the original movie is it i think so i don't if remember. not then i don't remember anything from the first movie he's in traffic he turns the car around he's driving it in reverse like through a bunch of other cars and she's like you need to watch where you're going and he's like just like looking into her eyes i think that's a different movie I, that didn't that's happen. crazy i don't remember that movie yeah at all. um i mean it, as far as i can remember like i watched the thing yesterday um but yeah <laughs> like it's a really short scene yeah i was gonna say that maybe something that maybe tokyo drift or something i don't know was it paul definitely walker? not tokyo drift because it was paul walker okay character doing it huh um uh, I'll, I'll watch the rest of them and let you know but Cool. Yeah, that movie did not age well. Like, there's even, like, derogatory, no. like, there's, like, a couple derogatory, like, like stuff that a character says that I'm like, ooh, you can't say that in 2020. Uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, it was enjoyable. Like, I like the cop aspect of it, like, the actual, like, crime, like, part of the movie. It wasn't even the, like, street racing stuff that I really appreciated, because that's that's the stuff that i'm like oh man like this is really like what people were into in 2001 like which <laughs> i also blame like need for sp- the need for speed games for people like being into all that so um there's one of those movies where they use a gps like a video game and that's really cool yes i, I think that was one of the characters in there he was like playing a video game or something like before like he was like doing a race whenever they're cool. at the starting line there's i, I think it's like the fourth I haven't seen the fourth. Maybe it's yet. the fourth one where their their GPS is actually like on the like on the window, or maybe huh. it's just a GPS. Your problem with the GPS is though it was like a like a video game, like an interesting game. Yeah, it's super cool. It's like turn right, and then they turn right, and they can see the arrows in the streets. Oh, that'd be legit. Uh, if yeah. that was like a real thing. Um, I have not seen four yet, um, but I'm gonna watch them all in order of release. Apparently, there's the thing where. They made they changed where Tokyo Drift is Drift is placed within the whole timeline because of Han and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is just the first movie in the saga, so I will provide updates whenever I watch the others. Cool. What about what about you guys? I think that's all of them. Okay. Uh, nice. Yeah. I watched a lot of cool. TV this week. Oh, okay. Sweet. There you go. Yeah, it's some really cool stuff in TV too. I'm really excited to talk about it. not just the normal. Right on. Uh, yeah, we get into the movies news. 
Yeah, the so, toy news, so I yeah, I, I <laughs> talked about watching the Sonic movie, and oh man, I'm so glad they used this newer design, but guess what? Some of the toys they're releasing for the Sonic movie, because, I mean, it's a kid's movie, of course they're going to release toys. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of those toys have the old design, which is gross. Yeah. It's great. They it look looks like goofy. a McDonald's toy, though. <laughs> yeah. it's it, What's also funny is a lot of the toys, too, they have, like, the box art. With the mm. new new design, but the actual toy itself, like they couldn't have changed the toy. It's easy to change a box art, but they can't they can't change the toy. So it's like this weird, gross Sonic version that's just nasty. So yeah, it's funny. I mean, there's plenty of other Sonic toys. So if you really want a Sonic toy, you can get a Sonic toy. You don't need a Sonic from the movie toy. You yeah, know? I think it's just awkward because I think this. I think it was Jack specific. Uh, that specifically released these couple like things and so yeah. i guess they're like well like we couldn't remake them so here yep, we go it's too late i mean what else yeah. are we gonna do with them I yeah can't just throw them out yeah. i guess but um yeah um, i guess this comes off the back too of like the popularity like we were just talking about Sonic mm-hmm. made a hundred, I think it was like a hundred million or something recently. Wow. Like, and then it topped the box office two weeks in a row. Oh, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. Imagine when an actually really good video game movie comes out. Yeah. Yeah, like even, yeah, like the couple we've had are surprisingly decent and, yeah. or, or even like good to a degree. It's not great, but. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah, enjoyable. Enjoyable is a good word, actually. That's a very yeah. good word. Both of them doing with CGI, though, too. Yeah, uh, that's like true. Heavy CGI. CGI, CGI with live action. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's not even animation. Yeah. It's not all live action. It is a mix, and it's purposefully a mix of, like, here's this character that you see in cartoony, like, video game cartoon, but it's real mm-hmm. life now. So that makes it cool and interesting yeah. and movie material. So, like that really kind of differentiates that style versus the uh, Tomb Raider, which was yeah. a good movie, right? Uh, but they like very different, and I think getting different box office results too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Tomb Raider I think did that not do well. Could possibly be because it's for a broader audience, though. You yeah, kids and the parents have played these games for a long time. Definitely, nostalgia plays a big factor there. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah. yeah. So that's a. Uh, it's just a weird thing. It's a weird thing with Sonic. <laughs> if you want to get oh. the toys, I would recommend getting What's Sonic What's the next toys, video game movie. mascot that you want a movie for? Crash Bandicoot. No, just kidding. That'd be weird. That'd be interesting. That'd Spyro. Really strange. Spyro. It'd be a CG Spyro movie. Just do a fun. CG movie. Do I think, think that would be cool I... with like, real people. If he like came over to a whole new world. Oh. Sonic save, style. He has to save the dragons. Yeah, that would be fun. I, I'm down with that. Yeah, I I'm trying to think that. of who I would choose. It'd probably be another Nintendo character. Yeah, it would probably well, be the Mario movie is actually the next kind of big one from Illumination. I think that's gonna be yeah, the next like that'd be really interesting. One. I think that'll be very animated, but that'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw kind of a that style for Link. I think it was a movie pitch or something. It was the one from the TMNT animators. Yeah, that, that was, was really cool. Good. I want that. Um, Real quick before I I move on, my my Sonic Bible study's up. Yeah. Yeah. My answer: Mm -hmm. Metroid Prime. Yeah, I think we could do it. Metroid would be amazing. It'd just be aliens with 
protagonist, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that'd be real cool. Um, Give me that anyways. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Uh, next, we sort of talked, I believe it was last week, uh, a little bit of a hint of uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman costume. We just got a small yeah. little picture, um, mm-hmm. or small, tiny little video, I think it was. Um, but now we got set photos with the full bat costume. Also, mm-hmm. the bat cycle. Yeah. Which is like right out of one of the comics. Yeah. But not Patterson. It's a right. stunt double. It's a stunt double, yeah. Who oddly there. has a chin like Ben Affleck. I know. When yeah. I saw that picture, I was like, wait, <laughs> is that is that Ben Affleck? But I guess mm-hmm. it's not. He just has a very strong um, jawline. Jaw. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to check this out, I mean, it's pretty interesting. Um, I like it. The Batsuit takes a lot of different comic inspirations. It sure does. Like. I think there's even an article out there somewhere that like talks about those different inspirations. Someone said his bat symbol is made out of the gun that is like shot his parents, and if that's real, that's so crazy. That's heavy, right there. That's imagine yeah. being wow. a kid, seeing your parents shot, and then you take the gun. Yeah, yeah I don't even know. The I concept just, was wow. he took the very thing that broke his heart and is using it to protect it. Dang! Wow, that's deep. That's meta. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, that would be nuts. Uh, That's like sad just thinking about it though. Like, <laughs> like I just don't. That want is to Batman. Think about Batman it. is sad and depressing. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. We don't really know how sad and depressing this Batman version is going to be, but you know, we'll okay. see. Hopefully, in like a tonal way, not like a bad movie kind of way. Right? No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tone, not. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, finally, there is another Star Wars movie in development. Now, woot! I think, um, yeah, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I think it's supposed to release around December 2022. That's which, what caught my attention. Yeah, it seems a little bit away, but I mean, it's gonna take forever to make a Star Wars movie. <laughs> well, John that's that Favreau hiatus they promised. Every Star Wars thing, exactly. Now? Yeah, they needed a they need a break. They really need a break. Yeah, there's no absolutely no indication at this point about. I mean, it shouldn't be related to the Skywalker saga because they're like, oh, that's ended. But who knows? Disney's nuts. Speaking of Disney being nuts, <laughs> they there's a lot of people like wondering if it's going to release on Disney+. Plus. Even though they've said, hey, Star Wars they movies, we're not going to just release them straight to Disney+. Plus. We're going to put them in theaters. But then again, I think that was before Mandalorian came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was that obviously good. very popular, so it wouldn't surprise me if they're going to be like, okay, so shows do really well on here. Um, let's also make it so you only watch the movies here, too. I <laughs> I hope they're not that scummy, but it's Disney, so they could be. Um, mm-hmm. I want Jon Favreau to direct it, and then everything will be okay. Nah, this I mean, he is did not the Jon Favreau. So. I think this is... Uh, Somebody else. This is someone else. I don't remember well, who. Well, it should be Jon Favreau. Yeah. They knew what was good for them. They'd let Sean Vavreau own Star Wars. They would let him own everything. He's the new head let of him, Disney. Yes, let him Kevin <laughs> Feige Star Wars. Then everybody will be happy. Yes. Or it'll be like crazy CGI like The Lion King, which would be kind of gross. Disney made that movie, not John Favreau. <laughs> Actually, looking at this article, Kevin Feige might be part of it. 
He's Ooh. supposed to be doing one of them, I think, or in yeah. charge of something related to it. At least something Star Wars related. I don't know necessarily this exact movie, but, you know, there's things happening. That's there's exciting. things happening with Star Wars movies, but Super it's cool. not going to be for a little while. Again, that's like two or three years out at this point. So That's a good thing. I think it's a really good thing because, oh my gosh, we... Give us a break. Give us a break. I need a break. You can give me more Mandalorian. Like, that's fine. The shows are fine. Like, Clone Wars is back. A lot of people are super hyped about that. Um, mm-hmm. Ashoka is back. And I call her Ashoka because that's how the name's spelled. And I know it's Ahsoka, but that just seems wrong because I read there, it and don't watch it. There's an H in her name? Is there not? I'm going to feel so I don't dumb think right there now. is. If there is, I don't I'm think it's like a SH. I think it would be like an HS. I, I think it's an there's OH or definitely, something. Definitely, wait. Who is Ahsoka known for? Ahsoka. Oh, that's the Mariah Dynasty. Star Wars. Ah, I feel it's so an, dumb. It's, it's AH. It is AH. AH. Not SH. Oh, Ahsoka. Ah, Got it. It's like Ah, Ahsoka. Ah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Ahsoka. Anyway, uh, that's our movie news. I'm just going to move on from that. Let's go cool. TV. Now, I over the last couple of weeks have talked about TV shows that you should not watch, and this week <laughs> <laughs> I get to talk about a TV show that you should definitely watch as a Christian geek because it was amazing. It's on the type Vid Angel, which is not something that I thought I would say out loud. Um, but if you like like the Bible TV series, this is kind of that's except the bible tv series um you may have your qualms with it but it tried to be pretty literal to the bible right mm-hmm. the chosen this vid angel series uh, makes it really clear that it's not that it's a work of fiction hmm. they're taking the characters of the bible and they're kind of filling in the gaps with whatever they want and oh my goodness it's really good guys like the it's actors that I've never met before, so that kind of scared me. But yeah. the actors do a, a really good job. Didn't you say it had some like comedy elements in it too? Yeah, it's funny. Um, Simon Peter, you or yeah, I guess Simon Peter. Um, you meet him in like a fist fight, and <laughs> uh, they have Matthew the tax collector, and he's just kind of this like nervous dude. Like he's just collecting taxes. That's all. It's all he's about. He's not like some big mean guy. He just he's there to do his job. Uh, huh. And I, there's also Nicodemus, the Pharisee. And what I really, really like about the show with that is usually these kind of shows uh, they demonize the Pharisees. They right? paint because, them out to be bad guys or whatever. Yeah, because when you're reading the Bible, Jesus doesn't necessarily like the Pharisees very much, and uh, he's kind of pretty mean to him. And so also they're the reason you know. That he um, gets thrown up on the cross. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's other reasons too, but narratively speaking, right, right. Uh, and so it's really easy to kind of paint them as as these bad guys, but they take the show kind of takes him. He's like, this is just another guy, you know. He's a Pharisee because that's what he was raised to do, and that he like went to school to do. Um, you know, he really excelled in his religious teachings, and so he became uh, a teacher of Pharisees. And huh. so, yeah, it's really cool that they made him kind of real and not necessarily villainous. Yeah. And that's cool. Ah, I really like the show, guys. 
there's I don't want to give away like all of the humor because there's not like a lot of it. It's funny, but it's realistically funny. It's definitely like a drama um, huh. at its core. Uh, but Simon Peter is like, yeah, I got caught by one of the Roman guards, and I figured I probably shouldn't run. And his brother was like, yeah, that's probably pretty smart. Seeing the way you run, <laughs> 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 kind of like jabbing at him a little bit. Um, it's good. Cool. It's directed really well. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that it was like a, you know, God's Not Dead, VidAngel style mm-hmm. show. Like the production quality is up there. Which is crazy because it kind of came out of nowhere. Is that a paid service? That's the best thing. Um, I at least watched the first episode. I believe it's all free. Oh. And I watched the first episode on YouTube officially. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then they had, like, a link down to... It's like, hey, watch the first episode on YouTube, kind of like CBS All Access has been doing. Yeah. Okay. And then you download the app, and from what, I, from what I've heard, um, the app is free, or at least the show is free. Hmm, interesting. So, I've only watched one episode. I'm really excited to watch some more. I heard Jesus is um, a bit sassy, sarcastic, <laughs> but, like, in the way that he is in the Bible. Cool. Um... <clears throat> uh, so I'm really excited to see that part of it. Um, like, I'd heard, I haven't seen this part yet, but the woman at the well is shown. And she's like, I want to go tell everyone. And he's like, I kind of figured you would. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm excited. I, I think it's a cool. really, really cool show. Um, so it's called The Chosen. And it's a multi-seasonal show. There should be eight episodes. I don't know if all eight episodes are out yet. But, huh. yeah, It's cool. Um, I'll just go through my TV while I'm at it. Yeah. Harley Quinn. I finished that. Uh, there's a season two coming out in like two months and that's kind of the reverse side of things. A lot of curse words. Um, but I still think that show is, uh, comedy gold. Hmm. It's hilarious. I love Harley Quinn nice. so much. Yeah. And the last three episodes were very story arcish, where the other ones were kind of standalone. That's cool. So that was nice. Yeah. To finally have like a real, real story to it. Uh, and then The Walking Dead is back. Nice. Last Sunday it came out and as everyone's really mad about this episode. And I don't understand why because I thought the episode was fantastic. Uh, there is a specific scene. Uh, it's a specific sex scene uh, that happens. And it is one of the most cringiest, gross things um to like ever see on tv it's very like no thanks yeah it's (laughs) real bad wow uh they don't show much you know you see like the size of their bodies and stuff but like it's it's who it is and what's going down and it's it's just not not good um like scrub your eyeballs out with soap thing going on Uh, wow that's uh but i would tell you who it is and that would kind of ruin it like i'll let you just I'll let you just watch it because <laughs> it's I don't part think of the I show. want to do that. <laughs> I haven't watched that show for multiple seasons that anyway. Show so. died. Uh, show's so good. Show's I mean, so old. <laughs> what a lot of people have been saying is like the, these two episodes, this episode and the next one, are supposed to be um, feel very much like horror movies. Hmm. And so this one definitely was. Uh, so, they were escaping a cavern. Uh, so it's very dark, a lot of corners, jump scares. I was going to say, it uh, sounds like there was quite a horror. <laughs> nail biting. And that, like, the scene is very much a part of this, like, like, oh, uh, no. 
kind of feeling. Like it definitely wasn't supposed to be um, sexy in any way. It was part <laughs> of this horror esque episode. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but one of the scariest episodes I've seen in a while. Like very edge of my seat, very anxious. Uh, not scary in the sense of like something's gonna come behind me but definitely no don't don't let it happen hmm. uh, yeah i love walking dead i don't that is my favorite show on cable television i think and uh, i don't think it's bad yet i think it had a slow time there was a while where it got real bad it sounds like it's had last... its ups and downs yeah the last few seasons have been really good i think since negan's coming to the picture the show's been really good cool yeah uh <laughs> going from that how's dragon ball z uh dragon ball super is good um i'm so far behind on it a buddy of mine at work was like telling me like some of the crazy stuff where they're at in like the manga and the show now and he's like dude you need to catch up and so i was like okay i'm gonna do it and so i looked up because i was in like a filler phase of the show and so mm-hmm. i looked up i'm like okay when did this stuff end and so i skipped all that and finally got to the tournament of power which is supposed to be a very big like notable arc because that's when apparently there's all these other saiyans and there's this dude jiren who's like the main like villain of um whole thing it's all these universes that are like fighting against each other because i was to say they're not supposed to be more saiyans so yeah the grand uh, grand emperor it's like the grand emperor of like the multiverse is like holding this tournament and stuff like that and so right now it's like a 3v3 Superman just comes crashing down <laughs> that'd be so cool right now um goku and gohan and majin buu are fighting these like three wolf characters from this other universe and so it's like a it's it's a long story because they're like demoing uh they're like doing like an expo like demo fight because there's the multiverse emperor and then there's also like an, an emperor from a different timeline that's mm-hmm. the same character basically and so he's like, well, he's never experienced martial arts in in his time. So it's like, well, let's show him before the actual tournament. Um, so I'm excited, though. I'm getting to the parts that everybody loves about Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. And so, yeah. I I joked about Superman. Uh-huh. And there's always been this argument of who would win between Superman and Goku. I, for real, want the writers of the Justice League War-style movies uh-huh. to write an animated movie of superman versus goku uh-huh. but i want it to be animated by is it funimation that does it now yes i want it to be animated by funimation but written by the justice league war team so so okay. let me blow your mind real quick goku is basically the anime version of superman i know so it would be so cool to have a superman versus goku story and then of course you'd have to have them team up at the end because that's what every super like the universe would blow up if that happened versus... it would be awesome i was gonna say they've blown up plenty of planets and universes in dragon ball already so it would be nothing new it would be so cool to see them i really kind of feel like goku's got at this point in super like it's gotten so ridiculous that he's probably got the fighting technicalities down way better than superman would I don't, so, know. I don't know there's all this yeah I, I haven't got to it myself but there's like the whole ultra instinct thing and like super saiyan 4 is not a thing in this canon because that was a gt thing right um, yeah so i'm looking forward to watching they, more of that arc superman like he's got his powers but he's not like a super great martial artist he just punches and 
stuff. Yeah, and, and Goku is already falls. that strong. So, yeah. I don't know. I still think it would be fun to watch. They'd have to nerf Goku, I think, a little bit to make it happen, though. I think they'd have to nerf both of them. I don't know. It'd be just pretty raw. <laughs> um, ah, that'd be so cool. Yeah, so that's all I've got. We can move on to TV news now. Yeah. Uh, some cool things coming out. We bring up the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, Hawkeye and Miss Marvel are possibly converted for 2021. Uh, that's coming from Hasbro Ooh. again from this Toy Fair. They leaked a. Well, they didn't leak. They released a graphic that has kind of all the toys that are coming out for the different Marvel movies and TV mm-hmm. shows and stuff. Uh, and so Hawkeye and Miss Marvel are up there in the 2021 slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people are saying it's not confirmed, but that's pretty bold of them to do at the very least i think miss marvel is the one that we'll see we could see a delay on probably yeah because hawkeye is like all but confirmed for 20 for 2021 yeah, yeah. well they had confirmed that date and then there was a lot of rumors of whether or not the show was going to be completely yeah that's true um stopped or not put on the shelf and yeah. so last i had heard it was kind of like yeah hawkeye is still happening but we don't know if we're going to get jeremy renner to do it and mm-hmm. there was so much confusion with that so um, it's interesting that that hasn't changed for Hasbro and if it hasn't changed for Hasbro it's probably that we're getting fed a lot of news that is just kind of been rumor and that Hasbro's like no this is the concrete this is what we were told officially so we'll see it's cool I think that uh, Hasbro released all that information um, hopefully it's okay that they did that or they're going to be in a lot of trouble with Oof, Marvel yeah <laughs> uh, and Critical Role they're this web series where What's the guy's name? That YouTube does the... series. Matt Mercer? YouTube series. Is it not Matt Mercer? I, maybe that's it. Critical Wait, Role. What? He does I have a dragon. friends who are like obsessed with Critical Role. I'm pretty sure it's Matt Mercer. It's either... this Critical Matt Role Mercer's the DM. Adventure Zone. The DM. Okay, that's what I want to know. But I think, yeah, um, he's a DM. So it's a Dungeons & Dragons show. Yeah, a YouTube Where show. they animate. No, they... Well, they have an animated intro... But what this don't they is, do a whole animated version of their campaigns? No, they don't. So what this is, this is the animated version of a campaign of their characters. Yeah. So what it is is they'll sit there, they'll sit around and play D and D for like a couple hours, and they'll do that as the show or a podcast. You can listen to an audio okay. version. Yeah. This is thought. a Kickstarter that like they do have like an animated like intro for the show. But this right. is the, the the Kickstarter thing they did where this will actually be an episodic animated show featuring their characters voiced by them. Got it. Mm-hmm. I swear, maybe it's just the intro that I've seen. Yeah, it's um, got Matt Mercer. I've seen Critical Role on v- VRV a lot. Back um, Travis Willingham. Oh, uh, you're thinking of Harmon Quest? The Dan Harmon thing? Maybe that. I got them all mixed up. Yes, Harmon Quest, they do you animate. fool. <laughs> Not a real fan. Yeah. Um, Ashley Birch, <laughs> actually, I think, is on there. Who voices Aloy. That's totally what I was thinking of. Oh. <laughs> I feel... Oh, man. <laughs> so embarrassing. Okay. Regardless, Critical Role yes. did a Kickstarter. Critical Role is huge. They are going to do an animated show called uh, Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah. And it's going to be on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So the news here is they found their writers. Yeah. Yeah. And the writers are, they've worked on a couple of different things. Uh, like one of the Ninja Turtles, Star Wars Resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Brandon Amon. And then Chris Pranowski 
on the opposite side of things is worked on Metalocalypse and Big Mouth, which are very different shows. <laughs> More adult, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so that's that's cool. Yeah, I can't believe we got those mixed up. I definitely thought they were the same. So thing. I guarantee you, like every one of these voice actors is in a game, is in a video game you've played. Like Matt, cool. Matt Mercer does, like one of the ones I know offhand very quickly is he does McCree in Overwatch. Ashley Birch um, is in there. Travis Willingham does a bunch of stuff. Um, Marisha Ray is in there from Bat in the Sun. Um, there's a bunch of people that do so much. And so it's Critical Role is huge. Yeah, it's super big. I have friends mm-hmm. who are pretty much obsessed with Critical Role. That's the only reason I really mm-hmm. know what it is they or made anything D&D about it is because again, they just talk about it all the time. Yeah. I have heard about it. But I obviously didn't even know what it was. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Go for uh, it. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. You're listening to it live, good folks. You weren't this far is... off, though. I mean, it's close. Yeah. No. It's just a different I... thing. Man. I'm leaving that all in. LJ, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll tell LJ I usually cut out my most embarrassing moments, but I feel like I deserve to let that be heard. Uh, that was bad. <laughs> Transformers trilogy coming out of Netflix from Rooster Teeth and Polygon. Polygon not being the <laughs> website. Um, <laughs> Polygon Pictures. They did like Knights of Sidonia and the other thing where he's like a demigod. I can't remember what it was called. Knights of Sidonia is a really, really good story, but it was like very monochromatic mm. coloring. Uh, so it's kind of boring to watch. Uh, which is too bad because the story was good. Uh, and then Rooster Teeth, of course, does Ruby, and they do Genlock. Genlock and Genlock. Uh, the art style for those Transformers were for Cybertron looks very Genlock-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might have used the same engine. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I know about this Transformers is that Joe Ziza is uh, voicing Bumblebee, and he is the voice for Claude in Fire Emblem that's Three so Houses. Cool. So that's where I heard from it because he's one of my favorite voice actors. <laughs> That's cool. What really confuses me is it seems like it's pre-Transformers getting to Earth. Yes, it is. But they are still transforming into uh, very, like, Earth-looking cars. Yeah. Like, Optimus Prime is a yeah. semi-truck from Earth. Which, I, I'm not, like, a Transformers. I'm not very knowledgeable on them. I know what I know from the cartoons. Yeah. Um, but in the cartoons, what I remember watching was a pod would come down to Earth, and it would scan a car, and that uh-huh. was how it would take its shape. And they would just be like aliens before that. They would be the, like the alien form. My only form. point of reference that they could be taking from is that there used to be these these two really awesome video games that Activision published called uh, War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron. And so th- when you transformed into the Autobots or the Decepticons, they had still their forms that were reminiscent of the ones on Earth. But like okay. Optimus was like a crazy futuristic looking truck. Bumblebee was still a car but he was a crazy looking like futuristic like cybertron version of him so right i'm curious to, to get a better look like an actual semi-truck but maybe yeah. i you only see it for a brief moment and I'm right very closely. that's where i'm curious about this series because i loved those games they were like gears of war style like third person shooters i played them online like multiplayer too it was like oh i wish they would remake those but yeah this series looks cool especially for fans of gen one yeah Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of excited for it. I think it's cool. Yeah. Cool. And that is all of the 
in the news for today. We have no questions. If you want to ask us questions, you can always do so uh, using the GUG Cast Questions channel in the Discord. You can find that on our website. Or you can also use Twitter, hashtag GUG Cast. Yep. Uh, We'd love to answer questions for you. Uh, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ and streaming on Fridays on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. And Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And you find me on Instagram at Cody Armour. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Adios. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.